0: I'm not strange, weird, I'm not strange off, nor crazy. Weird. I'm not strange, off, My reality crazier, is just different than strange. yours. If you believe in me, I'll believe in you. Is that a bargain? Hello everybody, this is Craig from The Unbeaten Path. Today I've got typo from biting the bullet on again. And we are doing it from the studio in the basement. So, that's what's up. That's right. <laughs> Heck yeah. Our new makeshift studio right now. So sound quality may be a lot different than normal. And today we have got a special guest um, who is going to go by the name of the Big Cheese. Just recently uh, got out of the Air Force and he is going to talk to us about uh, how he was sexually molested in the Marine Air Force <laughs> and... so anyway just go ahead and tell them hi howdy okay that was good (laughs) and uh so i don't even know where to start i don't have any script i don't have any bullets or anything like that so you want to kick anything off Uh, like maybe some plugs for your your little your tiny
1: podcast uh yeah i guess if you don't know by now i'm typo and i'm with biting the bullet you can find us anywhere, bulletpodcast.com. Search anywhere, and I'll find anywhere you want to find the podcast. But I'm just happy to finally have someone representing the LGBTQ Air Force community. Woo! The show. <laughs> um, Dad has been, you know, he's been against that movement for a while, and we're definitely opening himself up to let someone on. Um, so, what is the Air Force like? Pretty gay. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're going to have to come up with better answers than that, man. You're going to have to stretch them out.
2: <laughs> did you
1: like the Air Force? Yeah. No.
2: We had a drag queen competition on base, actually. Are you I've, serious? Unfortunately. Wow. I was able to compete because I would have ran that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, like, anyone can compete? I oh, don't know. I was going to try. Glad well, to work. Did you know who won? No, I didn't pay attention after I figured out that. It was rigged. Was it rigged? I have no idea. No.
0: Seriously, had a drag queen come? Serious? Yeah. I mean, was it was it serious drag queen or was it hey let's make fun of the drag queens? It was serious. Really? Yeah. So dudes that like really, yeah, dress drag. Was there
2: money involved? I'm not sure. I don't know if it was just a that that would raise awareness
0: or what. Well, I I could see that. I would have won
2: the prize if there was money.
0: Would you trim those eyebrows, or that eyebrow up? <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I hear
0: you. So, I'm just trying to figure this out. So the Air Force was actually advocating drag queens? Pretty much. Holy smokes. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, cool.
1: Did they have anything else like that?
2: Not that I can remember.
1: Yeah, but it's like, uh, I don't know, the military's pushing all that woke stuff, right? Yeah. Like, did you guys have to do, like, where you have
2: to do classes? We had some training, basically. It was, like, anti-extremist uh, training. Oh, anti-extremist training. <laughs> yeah. What is What yeah, is that, what is that? <laughs> exactly? Yeah. So we just did it with our flight. So it was mostly just our flight chief telling us not to be racist. But that's it was meant to be... Was he black? No. It was oh, okay. A white female. Oh, Ooh. okay.
1: White women are destroying the world. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs>
0: was, she, was she part of the community? Was she family? Family as in? Gay?
2: Oh, no. Oh, okay.
0: You said she white female. Cool. White female in the military. She was like her mom. Oh. Man.
1: What What did, was it just like anti-racist stuff? So I just wanted you to talk about being racist and the way she did it It, yeah
2: it was meant to be against like political extremists and stuff like that though i'm pretty sure
0: was this post the the, uh, capital insurrection
2: yeah Yeah, those
1: sons of bitches oh did you get a lot of that that was pretty much it that i can remember yeah well i feel like most people i don't know maybe it's different in the air force but most people in the marine corps when i was in leaned the conservative side right and the people in the, Mil- and the Marine Corps, too, were huge Trump
2: supporters, a lot of them. Was well, that, would you say, the same thing for the Air Force? There's still a lot, yeah, but there's there's probably more liberals, I guess, in the Air Force than in the Marines, but yeah, I don't think they did a very good job of storming the Capitol. Yeah, dude. oh. Was
1: there uh, anyone, did you know anyone that went to the Capitol thing? No. There was like some retired Air Force colonel that was there.
0: Yeah, what's up with that?
1: Another guy. Oh, an you didn't idea. know him. Okay. Got all these rebels. <laughs> but yeah, I figured that the military would get a lot of that uh, classes about I don't know. I did too. Rebellious. Sort yeah. Of insurrection. Now,
0: okay, what was the general consensus like after the the capital insurrection? The the capital walk through. We'll just say.
2: Yeah, me and my friends thought it was funny. One of them tried to make a joke, and this girl got super pissed off about it. Really? Yeah. She's like, "It's not funny. You shouldn't joke about that." Oh my gosh! Now it was, was that a lot. Was that the leadership's mentality as well? Uh, I don't think they really cared that much. They just wanted to not talk about it too much.
0: Did they? Uh, well, like when you were in, I mean, was it was it uh, the general consensus of of most of the you know, the people in the Air Force, was it like, you know, screw those, you know, people that, that did the Capitol or was it, you know, were they more rooting for the, I don't know, what would you call them, you know, patriots? Just um, <laughs> uh, Trump uh,
2: supporters, Trump dig writers. Oh, yeah. I mean, do, do, you know, did they, they were just pissed off that Trump lost, that's why they did it.
1: I,
0: I I don't, I mean, yes, I think that's part of it. I think that was part of it. Well, I think there's it. a lot
1: of things that play into it and I don't think Trump's so innocent as everyone makes it seem. I mean, he would, clearly was saying that those people over there and pointing toward the Capitol yeah, yeah. was saying, like, you know, we can stop this. And you can take that every once. It's right. directly saying whatever. But he, he could have calmed people down in the moment. yeah. And then, who knows? with, And then, who knows? It's a, a protest and a riot. Like, it looked like cops were letting people in. It looked like, uh, who well, knows the- if the FBI was involved and all that. But, I mean, and... The the ten the people that go to these protests tend to not to be the smartest people.
0: Well, they're they're easily manipulated. Sure. Right. And but the thing about it is is that the majority of the people didn't leave the roped area. They walked through. They took selfies. They took pictures. Sure. And they you know it was like it wasn't none of not everybody went through and ransacked offices and tore up podiums and. You know, just, I mean, bit, did stupid stuff, or pee in corners, or, you know, I think somebody did write something and poop on the wall.
1: That's what I've nice. heard. I never, yeah.
0: I mean, I, come on.
1: Wrote something in the bathroom. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, really. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could find a better media, medium, sure, than yeah. shit, you know, so, but no, What? back to the original question, what I'm wondering is, okay, say, hypothetically, okay, that if you if something were to kick off what would be the general consensus in the air force when you were in that would have what was what was the people's mentality would they have defended the capital if say security forces would have been sent to the capital from from your base and would they have defended it or would they have been like you know what i'm not i'm not I'm not bringing arms against American citizens.
2: most people are in it for the paycheck or uh, they're cowards, so it probably wouldn't even be that much about against American citizens for a lot of people. It'd just be either I'm getting paid or I don't feel like doing this, so they'd find some excuse.
0: oh no kidding. okay, so that's that's yeah i I kind of feel that like in most military branches and I would say probably. or higher of the people there would be like, you know what, not going to do that. I
1: don't know about that.
0: You don't? What do you think? I don't
1: know
0: about 80%. 80% of the people, I think 80% of the military, active duty military right now, would would say, I'm not doing that. I'm not bringing arms up against American citizens. Well, look at
1: the National Guard.
0: Yeah, those are wannabes.
1: Sure, but there's not that... Sure, it's still an example that you can lay out on the table. Well, there's a few of the, like, I don't know if any, there's some that were being investigated for possibly being connected to Trump or being a supporter. Right, right. But most of those people just did, did what they're told.
0: I, when, I mean, now the National Guard, I mean, they stood, they stood around the sure. Capitol, but did they really do anything?
1: Well, no, I didn't have to.
0: Yeah, well, there was a couple of, a couple of times you know, some dude decided to ram his car into the you know, <laughs> well, guy, barricade.
1: Well that guy is gone. Yeah. He's
0: gone. Yeah, so is, so is a capital policeman, you know, that he hit. Yeah. But I mean, it, i don't know. I, I would say eighty percent of the military probably and that's my guess. I well, mean Well
1: then look at the cops. Not a lot of the I mean there was some cops that stood up against like the lockdowns. Yeah. But most of them did not. You're
0: right, you're right.
1: So I mean, I don't know. Maybe the military is different than being a police officer. I don't really know. A
0: police officer you have to volunteer to join and you have to when you do volunteer and join, you have to actually get you have to be in the mindset this could happen. You know what could happen. Military, most people join because one, they're gonna get college paid for they're going to get three meals, they're going to get a hot bed, they're going to get clothing, and all they got to do is just do what they're told to a point. You know, I mean, it's 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 different, you know, because most people are I think in my opinion, most people are joining the military for the benefits, not for patriotic duty, so to speak.
1: At least not anymore.
0: Not anymore. Right. Right. You yeah. know, so that's why I think the the percentage would be higher of people that would be anti demonstration if you will or anti-american citizen you know i mean that's that would have to be a tough call you know say you're 18 19 years old and you're put on a line and you got to say hey you got to defend this building against people you might know yeah you know now your uncle. Do you do? yeah your, your uncle. uncle at the protest yes yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it, it could happen i mean you know the well, civil so yeah seriously it could yeah and the civil war which was really different was brother against brother yeah you know i mean families were split apart and they had to
1: fight each other and they did and they did so that guy that's why it's like i don't know i don't know know. and i don't don't really don't know like what how far the military can go we can at least you can tell from the top what's that name there's like general mcnelly or something and he basically came out and he they quoted him in a book where he was saying that trump's this nazi what before the capital riot right he was saying that Trump was going to, like, this is, like, uh, the Joint Chief of Staff. This is one of the highest generals in the military at the time. And this guy's behind closed doors telling people that Trump's starting. A, he's going to use a military coup, that you can't win, you can't take over the government without the guys with the guns, talking about the military. And then he was saying that, uh, I don't know, Trump acts like Hitler. And, well, I think it's clear that the generals at the top don't really like, never really liked Trump or even listened to him They openly, not, maybe not openly, but they disobeyed his orders right. multiple times. I think they
0: did. I think they said, screw Trump and we're going to do what we want, the yeah. way
1: we want. which is weird.
0: Right, which is treasonous. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I
1: mean, <laughs> holy shit.
0: Yeah, so, but I mean, I mean, I don't think Trump was, you know, the the lily white angel either. Well no, I think the,
1: well I think the left and the right both have Trump wrong. The left thinks he's the worst person ever and the right thinks he's the god. God. Right. And it's, it they're both wrong, I think. Yeah. I think I don't think Trump's this evil dictator dude. I think he went in with his own agenda, had his own plans and it resonated with a lot of people. But I don't I think the right gives Trump way too much credit. Because I think they'll say that he did a lot and changed a lot of things, but I don't think he really did that well, much. I mean, if
0: you, if you start looking back at the things that went on during Trump administration and which are being continued today, if Trump was this God-given savior to the American people, okay, wouldn't he have completely abolished the kids in cages, which was started by the Obama administration? Sure. No, he kept that machine going. Yeah, you know, um, you know, wouldn't he have just said, you know what, I'm a damn president, we're pulling out of Afghanistan.
1: Oh uh, yeah, or or the biggest thing I think was the biggest like push over Trump thing did he did was when he he openly knew that the uh, intelligence agencies were coming after him. Like this is wasn't this is public knowledge pretty much. Like, yeah, the intelligence agencies were coming after him. And in the middle of his presidency, he renewed the Patriot Act. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, dude, like, (laughs) you can't even go after the people that went after you, let alone, like, what would be better for ideal for the American people. But he just rolled over and did what he was told and signed it back into law.
0: notice he didn't go to jail for anything. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) I think,
1: well, and that's the thing, too. I don't know what happened behind closed doors. I mean, who knows what sort of threats that Donald Trump could have gotten or his family. I mean, they can I mean, they're still going after everyone that was around Trump. They can't go after Trump, and I think there's a very good reason why they're not going after I Trump. I do too. But they are going to take out everyone around them, and it's also showing that if there anyone else tries to do what Trump did, that they will destroy everyone around That's them right. as least as yeah. much as they can. All
0: of all all of your friends, all of your family, you know, yeah. we may not be able to touch you, but we're going to get all of your friends and family. So, enjoy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you, all the lawyers that defended him, uh, they went after Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, um, all these people that were... And Michael Flynn, who, like, was a general in, I think, the Army. Was um, the Army? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he, his whole thing was, like, he was for the war on terrorism. He just wasn't for the arming of terrorists that we were doing under Obama. Which
0: we've done... Forever. Yeah. I mean, we the contra rebels, we we armed.
1: Well, I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mean. Trump's rhetoric about because I think he took a lot of play uh, plays out of the Ron Paul movement, and he basically was, I mean, he was anti-war in a way. Ron Paul. Ron Paul well Donald Trump.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm saying okay.
1: 2016, Don Trump ran on an anti, anti-war anti policy. Right, okay, like, okay. Just like every other president does. And I think that's the main reason why this, the CIA and the FBI and all of them came after him. I think that's the reason is because he... Well, he would also say the quiet part out loud a lot. He would... Like, uh, someone was like, oh, how can you talk to Putin... Yo, he is this evil dictator murderer, and, and Trump responds with, "Well, we've killed some people." Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and like the, it was on Fox News, and the guy was like, "What?" He said, uh, "He's like, oh yeah, but we we've killed we kill people for the right reasons, like for democracy and freedom." And then Trump just like, "Well," and then uh, it's not always how it is. That's right. not exactly how it is. And you're not supposed to say that. Right. You're not supposed to paint in the well, way you, that we're the bad guys.
0: Well, and we're not, you're not supposed to paint any any other way than what the corporate press is supposed to be telling us.
1: Well, that's right. another thing.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where Trump really do you, got.
1: Do you, wait, I am mean, well, I'm assuming since most of your generation is younger than me, but do any of the
2: people pay attention to the corporate press and the mainstream media at all? Does anyone? Not really. People are kind of going away from mainstream media, I think, and, you will get on their little internet echo chambers and just yeah. say the same thing over and over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: So, okay, like, for an for example, where do you guys get your news then for your information about, like,
2: what's going on in the world and, I mean... Do most people even care? Right. A lot of people don't care too much, but they'll follow, like, uh, accounts on Instagram or social media and shit like that. Yeah, that seems
1: to be the number one form is, like, twitter and instagram for people to
0: no okay forgive me i'm not a boomer but i'm pretty close okay so when you're on twitter do you scroll over or do you slide over to the to the news and the topics and you look oh wow this is what's happening in washington dc today oh paris hilton's back in the news oh cool you know or or do you just go by your friend's or Instagram, or however that, whatever social media platform you may be on, do you look at the news through that, or do you get the news through your friends or associates?
2: Uh, through friends, just through accounts I follow, stuff like that, just whenever it pops up on my timeline. Okay. So, I mean, you're not actually out there actually
0: uh, looking for, you know, information about, like, you know the AP or Associated Press or anything like that
2: if something interests me enough but I just haven't cared enough recently to really go out of my way to look for it
0: so okay so let's go uh, let's get let's get a little personal here so you go by the big cheese right right okay and what's that all about <laughs> I can show you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I, I I think everybody ought to know that we are all sitting around in our underwear, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, no, it's uh, uh there's something I was gonna really. When did
2: you join the Air Force? October 2017.
0: 2017. Jeez. October. Yeah. You know, I just I I just retired. In twenty October of seventeen, yeah, wow. I just turned fifty. God bless, <laughs> freaking kids. <laughs> so
2: you only had a four-year contract. Yeah, I knew I. I didn't think I'd want to make a career out of it, so I figured why waste two extra years for a little bit of extra rank? Sure. Yeah. And I still tested for the next rank at the same time as the people that signed six. Right. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. Now you were telling talking yesterday that yeah on your. Promotional exam, I guess, is how they do in the Air Force. Um, you you design patterns in it?
2: Yeah, I just made some cool patterns on it. Cool. But, cool. Uh, Didn't read this new So question. how
1: does the test work? So everyone takes it, and then, like, it's, what, like 50% or the highest scores? Or is there somewhere you have to so meet? So you have, like,
2: your EPR, which is you get a score 1 through 5 based on your performance throughout the year, and that will give you points towards the test, and then there's just two tests that you take that are both 100 questions, and then you have to score a certain point mark on that test, and they'll change it depending on how much of that rank they need every year, basically. So, like, if they are really in need for whatever rank you're going for, you don't have to score as high. And okay. if you score high on your APR, obviously you don't have to do as well on the test. So, Do you, do you feel like the testing is a, is a fair
0: uh, no, I think assessment of, of to promote leadership?
2: No, I think testing is stupid for leadership.
0: Now what, In your opinion, what would you...
2: Do they what, test on, like, your uh, specific job? There's one on your job and then one about Air Force knowledge. Okay.
0: I mean, what would you do differently? Would you do, like, boxing matches or... <laughs> yeah, uh, that would probably be better. That would be awesome, man. <laughs> Fugle sticks. Uh, but,
2: uh... I just think it should be based on performance more so than... Taking
0: a test like job job performance yeah. or uh, just overall Air Force performance because I, I I did I did listen to one of your guys's podcasts on there on the biting bullet and you were talking about like in the military or Marine Corps you know as long as you had the V shape and and you could do 18 or 20 pull-ups and run three yeah. miles under 18 minutes and
1: that'll pretty much get you to sergeant that'll
0: get you to sergeant. I mean, if you were just, like, working out all the time and, you know, you, you, had, you were a piece of shit doing your job, you know, yeah, if you, you could still promote.
1: Basically, if you looked good, like, on paper, like, if you looked good in your physical performance, looked good in your uniform, um, if you presented yourself as a good Marine but not a good intel analyst, they didn't care. Or if you were a good Marine but a terrible radio operator, they didn't care. But, I mean, that would change a little bit when you got to sergeant. So, a lot of the times you would get people up there that would get screwed. But... I don't know, dude. I don't say screwed. I don't know, because... I mean, I don't really know the promotion for, like, staff. Okay, when you
0: go for staff, okay, you have to go get a picture. Yeah. Full body. Yeah. And you have to have, like, a write-up. You have to write yourself up, basically. You know, hey, this is what I do. This is how I do it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And... Then you have to have, I think, um, I think the company commander, if I'm not mistaken, or probably even battalion commander, has to sign off on that. And then you send a packet to yeah. Washington, D.C.
1: Yeah.
0: And then some nerd up there says, oh, well, look at this picture. He really looks good, you know. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he does all this. So it's basically an all- paper deal, even with the Marine Corps, I noticed it's it's all paper. I mean, yeah, you have to have good fit reps. You have to have, you know, yeah. that type of
1: stuff. So a lot more plays into it. A little
0: bit more plays into it. But yeah, as long as you were an ass kiss,
1: okay, sure, yeah. I
0: mean, seriously, if you were an ass kiss and you look damn good in your uniform and, you know, you could you could kind of maybe, you know, yeah. yell and scream at the troops. A lot of yes men being yeah. promoted. Yeah, right.
1: Well they'll just say yes to every you
0: you will get promoted to e six or above
1: yeah
0: and you know which I disagreed with I always thought the you know that you' you're you should be promoted on job knowledge i mean like you guys said um you know you could be you could be a great intel analyst but can't run you know I mean, you can't run three miles, and you can't pick up. Uh, what do they do now? Lift ammo cans and and uh, stuff yeah, like they that. Do the
1: combat fitness training. Right. So it, it's this weird little circus we do. Which,
0: as a sergeant, okay, or a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps, the chances of you picking up an ammo can and running it 50 <laughs> yards are going to be slim. No, you're going to tell that idiot that, that yeah, you know, they can't do his job very well, but can run. That's who's going to. That's who's going to run that stuff. Not, you know, so you could actually just be a fat slob, but you could be like, a, okay, admin. Why do you need admin to be physically fit?
1: Well, I think at least for the Marine Corps, it's... uh like tradition like they want to keep that that uh yeah every, the, every 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 um, marine's
0: a rifleman type thing yeah. yeah well
1: i think the marine corps is the reason it has to look good like they have the reason that they have to focus everything they have on just looking good is because there's no need for them anymore like they're the marine corps is like lose like i, I remember hearing this in the military where they like they would say that we the america doesn't need a marine corps america wants a marine corps and like once that want goes away people will realize that the marine corps kind of just i mean but don't get me wrong they're like in a military style if you're just looking at a purely military point of okay, view okay i get that the marine corps is one of the best little mini forces that the government has right, the for, smallest and a right. small force for their shock troopers their mm-hmm. shock and all and they have this uh, history, and like they they're known as like this evil threat to the enemy as like these people that will just slaughter you. Um, they have this uh, persona about them. Now I don't know if that persona is true or holds up, but I think that's why the Marine Corps gets to stay around is because it, it presents itself as this most badass efficient force the military has. But if
0: people really knew? You know, well, I mean,
1: I think it's it's starting to go away i mean the they've been stripping things from the marine corps for a while they've been underfunded we've been the most underfunded military branch of them all but i don't i think that's why the marine corps has to focus on appearance so much because all they have is their you know shock where they can send troops in and they can get the job done maybe it's not the prettiest job but they'll get the job done and uh they're just they look cool They sound cool, and everyone knows the Marine Corps. I mean, you know, dude, like, I'm an intel dude, never saw combat, but people hear that I'm a Marine, and they just think I'm a killer. Right, right. Like, I don't know anything about How many babies you killed? Yeah, stuff like that. (laughs) I remember in college, I would get asked, like, have you ever killed anyone? Like, instantly. I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's kind of a heady question to ask someone, don't you think? You just look at them and say,
0: maybe. (laughs) About to make it one more. About (laughs) to make it one more. (laughs) I don't know.
1: It's just, but... That's what the, the people think of the Marine Corps. Like the only thing people, a lot of people, especially if they have no relation to the military at all, they think the military is a lot like ho- however Hollywood says it is. Right,
0: right. So, now, when you joined the Air Force, were you shocked uh, about the the difference between the TV Air Force or the you know perceived Air Force and what it actually was? Or were you like, oh, no, this is what I expected?
2: Not, I wasn't really surprised. I grew up, my dad was in the Army my whole life. Okay. So I okay. Kinda, Understood that. Which did you ever kill anyone? Question. I asked my dad that one time, and he said only professionally. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good.
0: But so what, what did your dad do?
2: He was infantry, and then a Green Beret. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Did he my-
2: retire? He's still in the reserves. He's to be retiring pretty soon, though. Like, oh, okay, the nice cool. Few years. Wow. cool. So he moved around a lot. No, because he's been in reserves basically since I was born. Oh, okay.
0: Gotcha. Wow. Wow. That'd be nice. <sighs> now, and you're from um, yeah, one of the East Coast areas. and Yeah. Yeah. You don't sound like it. I think you're a spy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, told you I grew up in the city.
1: <laughs>
2: Did, uh, why'd you join the Air Force and not any other branch? Yeah. Well, I didn't want to go to college. I was like, a yeah. lot of my family members that were men were... In the military, so I'll probably join the military. And then my dad said, "If you're gonna join, join the Air Force." And I was like, "All right, and that's that's what my dad told all. me." <laughs> <laughs> a you lot know, of listen. good
0: that did. <laughs>
2: that makes sense. Uh, did you want the job that you got? I did at the time because I wanted to be a cop. And
1: okay, does that does that actually transition well yes. from the military to being a
2: cop? Not for what we did, no.
0: Well, no, you, what you guys just did. Just the job
2: you got, title yeah. itself, like, would that uh, geez, some really. credibility? I talked to other cops on outside, and they said, depending on where you're at, though, a lot of the stations won't really care. They hear you're military. It doesn't matter if you were a cook, uh, military, yeah. police, yeah. anything. They're just like, military, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've kind of heard before. Yeah,
0: you know, see, my brother was in MPs in, in the Marine Corps, and... That would have transitioned at that time back in the, you know, early 90s. It would have transitioned perfectly, you know, into into any type of law enforcement. He just never pursued it. So, yeah. You know. Because, yeah, they do all the training. You know, now I don't know if you guys did, like, a lot of the... You guys did, like, vehicle, you know, stops and... the. Uh, you know personnel stops and stuff like that, didn't you? I yeah, mean, that was
2: mostly our tech school, though. Once we got right, right. With the job we had, we didn't do it nearly as much. Okay. Now,
1: could you have been like the MPs for the Air Force? Does that kind of fall under the
2: same? Yeah, it's all the same job title. It was just happened to be where we ended up in the unit we were assigned to. Did you have any choice in that? Not really.
0: Wow, wow. So I mean, you could you could have ended up at uh... give me an Air Force base. Uh, Scott Air Force Base. In
1: Arizona. Oh, no. Up
0: here, up in St. Louis, you could have been at Scott Air Force Base being in uh, Gate Guard.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh Which, I did that for like six months. I was on the... uh, Oh, really? Yeah, I was on a regular, more regular, security forces job. Right. So I did do patrol before. Did you like that? We just drove around for a bit. And we talked to the people at the gate, and then we sat in B dock for the rest of the night. So you sat in what B dock? It's kind of like... Oh, I thought
0: you said beat off. I'm like Jesus. We <laughs> yeah. sat in beat off for the rest of
2: the night. Just looking at each other.
0: <laughs> I'm like, wow, wow, we're really open about this. Okay.
1: Yeah, course, you know? yeah, yeah. Did you like
2: that better than what you ended up doing? Not really, because the job I ended up doing was super easy. Okay.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Now, it, yeah. It, well, now, did you get to put anybody down when you're in the Air Force? Did you get a cuff and stuff anybody? Yeah?
2: No real threats. Oh, really? It was just some people that tried to get on somewhere and they did it wrong. But I knew who they were. Oh. So it was just like, all right, let's get this over with. Yeah. Just going through the motions. You, you
0: didn't put the rifle butt up against their head or anything like that? And, no, you know.
2: my LT tried to take my gun one time, so I'd smacked on my gun.
0: Really? Yeah. Why did, why did he try to take the...
2: It was an exercise. Oh. And I see. told him no funny business, and then he tried some funny business, so I had to lay his ass out.
0: I hear you. Makes sense? Yeah. Did yeah. that go
2: over well? Uh-huh. Not for him. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was guys, the uh, guys in the Marine Corps that, you know, just, you know, doing exercises and, you know, somebody tried to take a weapon and somebody just came up and... Oh, them with a yeah. the butt stock and split their head. I mean you yeah. know, stitches and you know, knock their ass out and I remember that guy. Damn.
1: Yeah, dude. People were uh well like, I don't know, it was always like this weird like uh we're training but they want us to go like hard and it's yeah. like you know, if someone tries to take your rifle, they're like, you better, like, get them off. And then someone actually does in a training scenario. And people are like, whoa, why'd you hit me? Yeah. And it's like,
0: well. We, we were doing combined arms exercises out, out in Camp Lejeune. And they were they would fire 203, you know, like smoke grenades or dummy grenades. Yeah. Um, and the guy come out of this, like, COC, man. He popped up out of there. And they, boom, you know, fired one in and hit him in the chest. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He <laughs> like, heard him? Yeah, I think it knocked the wind out of him a little bit, but he yeah. Crack anything? Not that I remember. I don't. I didn't know the guy personally. I just, I mean, it was like I you it know,
1: he could kill you.
0: I, if, I tell you what, you catch one right in the face or something yeah. like that, I, it probably <laughs> <Yeah>. would. Those <laughs> you are big. Yeah, yeah. There was a on ship we were a, a, on the Bella Wood, and. the the fuel grapes, the guys that were purple on ship, they would, uh, you know, have to refuel. So they would fire this, like, cannon, okay, with this big rubber ball, basically, tethered, so they could run the fuel line across. You know, for, like, instead of, like, Air Force doing in-flight refueling, this was underway refueling for... Yeah, they fired that cannon, hit this dude. I mean, (laughs) He, he was he was kind of in the wrong place, but yeah, I mean it it put him in put him in the little what, infirmary i guess or yeah. a little hospital on ship you know. yeah, so I mean yeah that's and that's just training stuff, but damn, lieutenant tried to take your weapon, huh man, I would have loved that you hear that Tulaney? <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you ever leave uh, the united States at all
2: no no,
0: oh really. Wow. Huh. Yeah. now you okay, the Air Force basically, you get four years at a duty station, right yeah, I mean, know. I mean, you know you get and you got stuck up there
1: that's kind of how it would be for me if I didn't go to Okinawa, uh-huh if I went, I would have stayed at one base the entire time in the u, u really u yeah, wow, I mean, unless I got deployed or something, but I would, I would have deployed with that unit, so I would have stuck with that unit.
0: So you guys don't get, you get like, mandatory overseas duty or, uh, you know, like... Because I know in the Marine Corps, you had to have X amount of overseas time, period.
2: No. No, no there's a lot
0: of people who spend their
2: whole whole career, say Wow. Wow.
0: I know, like, okay, when I was in, I didn't have to have any overseas time because I had deployed basically so much that I had, like, I've got like two Bronze stars on my overseas deployment ribbon or something like that. I mean, you know, hell, I don't even know how many. I'd have to actually look at my SRB. But, I mean, because we deployed so much, you know, we didn't, We I never had to deploy, per se. Um, yeah, and then I get over to Hawaii, and I'm like, sweet. And then, of course, we deployed again, you know. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well. But, uh, so the Air Force doesn't have any policy like that. So, now I do, do hear that you can't spend more than four years at a base, though. Is that right?
2: Yeah, or kind of. I mean, like anything, there's ways to work around it. But uh-huh. they started doing that up at uh, a lot of the northern tier bases because people don't want to go there. So everyone just gets stuck there, spend their whole time there. So now it's like you only spend four years there, and you got to move somewhere else.
0: Okay, all right. Now, do you want to ask him the question because it is the biting bullet catch question, I guess?
1: What?
0: Dude, are you, what are you smoking, man?
1: Nothing. Oh, okay. What are you asking me?
0: <laughs> do you want to ask him the question that is the biting the bullet? Why don't
1: you just ask the question?
0: Because I think it, it would be best come from you. Okay. All right. What's because the, you're biting the bullet.
2: Biggest waste of taxpayer money. There you go. But I think you kind of already told us right. the story. Yeah, I anybody? told you all yesterday. They wanted to replace the Humvees, so they tried to order these new models, not Humvees, but their new up-armored vehicles, but some dumbass didn't get them with turret holes, so all those trucks are just sitting in a garage collecting dust, and they never sent them up to our base.
0: Wow. That's messed up, man. Now, couldn't they cut the turret holes in them, or? I don't know. That's Apparently what not. Think. Apparently not.
2: Yeah. The government yeah. doesn't like to think that kind of
0: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, by any chance, do you know the dumbass's name? No. Oh, there's isn't no way above me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it
1: usually is someone above you. <laughs>
0: well, I'm at, yeah, I mean, but did you know who he was? And did anything happen to this individual?
2: Not that I know of.
0: Wow. They just said, "Up, oh, yep, you screwed this one up. Hey, go ahead and get us some real ones now, please.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah I don't know. They can how. keep the humbies for a while. Yeah
0: damn
1: i mean dude when that i mean that's kind of how any company would do it too but when there's like a budget and they're like oh we're coming toward the we're coming i don't know we have the you, i remember the first tanks would be like oh we have a million dollars still to spend and they want to spend it so like at the end of the year they have they meet their budget so they can be like oh we need more money or yeah this is exactly right is perfect, right and whatever they don't want to lose funding Cause if they have extra, they'll just take it and be like, "Okay, you'll get less funding next year." So when it came to town, like the end of the fiscal year, uh, they just started buying everything. They bought they bought the S two a new shredder, a nice one.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. A new shredder. <laughs> uh, I
1: don't know. They. they I don't. I, There's a bunch of stuff that they bought. There was a lot of it was kind of pointless. Yeah. And the thing is too. I mean, my whole time I was in first tank battalion, we did training once or twice a year, and they, well, at least as a battalion, the companies would do their own separate training, and they had these maintenance for these tanks, they, even, they don't even measure tank gas mileage like miles per gallon, it's gallons per mile. Because it uses so, like oh two, my gosh yeah it's like two gallons of gas a mile or whatever I don't even know exactly what it was. Well,
0: it's pushing a lot but of they, weight. They
1: did all this, and then they haven't used tanks since like 2009 or 2008 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, really. So the Marine, yeah, and then it, last year or maybe this year, but I think it was last year, they disbanded all the dank battalions in the Marine Corps. So the last. I don't know, 13 years that we did all this training and all this stuff for the tanks was for nothing. They're gone now.
0: So the Marine Corps doesn't have tanks.
1: The Marine Corps no longer has tanks anymore.
0: Are you kidding? Really? They, so like yes. 2nd Tank Battalion.
1: They're gone. They're gone. All the tanks are being moved over to the Army, and the tankers are being pushed into different MOSs, or let. They're, actually some of them, they were letting them get out early.
0: Right, through attrition. Right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Wow. Ugh, that's that's not really good, though, bro. I mean, well, really I isn't. mean,
1: I don't, well, I think that's, they don't, well, it's just sitting there wasting money. They don't use them anyways, especially with the type of warfare we're in today, and it's not like they're necessarily getting rid of them. They okay, them now,
0: the do you Army. think that we'll actually involve ourselves with Iran,
1: uh, in your opinion? No.
0: no. No? You
1: think we're just going to let Iran go? Yes.
0: Oh, boy. Okay, Why?
1: Because it's very, it'd be very, very unpopular for the president to get in a war right now.
0: I can see it happening.
1: W- with who? Uh,
0: maybe not so. Maybe Biden. Biden's a Bi- puppet. Dude, Biden okay, is a Bi-
1: Biden might be a puppet, but the people that are the war fighters hate him right now.
0: Do they? Or yes. Do they, do they hate what, because they could manipulate him into becoming a war hawk.
1: Well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's feasible they're uh, coming know. up on reelection soon. I don't know if it'll be Biden, but it might be Kamala Harris. Yeah. if they start a war, it's not going to work. They're, they might. They could the start. They could start
0: them, a war right now, and bury Biden. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I don't. I've, yeah, but it, 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 then Kamala Harris would inherit a war, and I don't think.
0: I. You think she's going to get the next term? Uh,
1: like, okay, so for reelection. Yeah. Do you think?
0: No. Do you think Biden's even going to run?
1: Uh, As a he, re-election. Maybe if he can, but I don't think he'll make
2: it to re-election.
0: I mean, say he does. What do you think? Do you think Biden's going to make it to re-election?
2: I'm not sure. Oh. I'm surprised he made it this long. Yeah, no doubt, <laughs> right? <That's>
0: <laughs> but, I mean, okay, he say, does, say so. he does make it. Is he going to run again? Probably. I mean, it, I mean he's, what, 84, no, 85 now? Know.
1: Well, I think Biden kind of knows he's a one-term president.
0: I, I hope so. I mean, I think
1: he knows that.
0: I mean, even if he, even if he did, and the the polls showed, hey Biden, you've got a really good shot at this, you know, because we can cheat for you again. Oops, did I say that? I mean, I mean, uh, the polls show that you know that people are going to vote for him again. But I don't think he would, man. I mean, dude, he would be, he would be over ninety years old as a president.
1: Well, yeah, I don't. That's why I don't think he'll make it. I Uh, think he'll die or get to the point where they can't hold his hand through the meat or like all the press anymore they'll have to like all right he's got some serious mental problems like everyone has to admit it now yeah so maybe this guy shouldn't be president and uh,
0: well like, you gotta you gotta wonder okay you got to wonder why they would take biden at age methuselah okay and put him in to office and then put is it Camellia or Kamala? Camellia. Kamala. Ka- Kamala. Kamala. Yes. Okay. Kamala. Okay. So they put her into into the vice presidency knowing that any given day she could be the president. Yeah. Okay. By their design or by not their design. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think so, this was And she design. was probably one of the least popular candidates that the Democrat Party had. Yeah. So... Say six months before the reelection, Biden says, "I can't do it." Sure. So would they give that to her as the Democrat automatic nominee, or would they have to have?
1: I don't her? know. That's a good question.
0: I mean, I don't. I
1: don't know if they look that far down the road. I think they've got to, dude. I I don't know because she was so, so unlikable. Like she she's like the Hillary Clinton. She's like another Hillary Clinton. She's so unlikable. She awkwardly laughs when she shouldn't. She's not even like that popular on like the big like bigger left side. Like lefties uh, aren't.
0: They ran Hillary Clinton against Donald Trump. That's the only reason that yeah that Donald Trump probably won is because Hillary was such a bitch and nobody liked her.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that like well, I think that's where Biden came from. He was the the last push from the establishment class for the establishment to grab power, and they did. And he'll, they're, they're, they might even try to push Kamala Harris. I don't know what they're gonna do, and I, it, it doesn't seem like there's any other person that they can put up. And they might try to push her. And but I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be in 2024. I don't think it'll be Biden or Kamala that will take the seat. I think it will be a either Republican. Buttigieg. No <laughs> well, they can't. These people are so unlikable, but they you can watch them, they're losing their grasp on power. I mean they, I mean what they did is pretty impressive. They were able to use the media to convince everyone that Donald Trump was worse than Biden. And uh, they took Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, all these like kind of moderate people, they backed Joe Biden and they took Kamala Harris and made him the vice pre- her the vice president. And then they probably cheated in the voting. I mean, maybe, I don't know how extreme. I don't know if it was enough that it actually would have changed the election either way. I'm not sure. But they definitely probably cheated, and they know they can get away with it because it'll go to court, and no judge is going to want to take that on.
0: Right. Now, okay. They
1: might try to do some weird manipulative thing like that again, where they might just, like, you know, put Kamala up and then... They're already trying to censor people on Facebook even more, trying to right. censor social media, because they know no one's watching the mainstream media anymore, and they have to get graphs of that because they're losing control everywhere. I don't know. I don't think the establishment cl- class can hold on much longer anymore.
0: Well, I mean, it,
1: yeah. I mean, look at... look at There was a... So uh, there was a CPAC in Arizona, and this Arizona state senator was... She went to go speak, and when she when she spoke, well before that, so Arizona had that Arizona audit when mm-hmm. they were recounting the election. It was kind right. of a big deal, and they found a lot of discrepancies. But this Republican girl, when she in Arizona, she voted against it, like the audit. Oh, right. And when she walked up on that stage, they wouldn't even let her talk. Good. They booed her off the stage. So obviously, the the right. They, they, these people see through this. If you go against them or go against Trump, pretty much, they hate you. And then that's why when you watch like Mitch McConnell, who's a very powerful senior dude yeah. in, in the, he's from like, Star
0: Wars, isn't he? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> but he's, he's very powerful establishment Republican guy. But he was on TV saying that you should be getting the vaccine. Right. Right and it's that simple like that's what he would say or we're going to go basically threatened that we'll go back to lockdown so we'll, he said we'll have to go back to what we did last year yeah. if we, people don't get these vaccines so now people the republican side the right are watching these republicans drop their mask like they it's not that they they don't even get mad anymore of like oh this guy like oh this guy he, he, what's he doing like they're just like oh okay we, we you're you're our enemy right we know that you're not on our side
0: yeah and, well, hey, just speaking of masks and vaccines, okay, what are your thoughts? Or big cheese? Yeah, what was actually... <laughs>
1: what, you were in the military
2: when the COVID happened. Yeah. What was that like? So, for us personally, it was actually pretty cool. Because there was one point where we had 42 days off straight. 42 days off? Straight. Holy <laughs> crap. But yet, well, you had to, like, quarantine to your room? No, nah, only if you contract traced or... Like, tested positive or something. Okay. Other than that, you could just go, kind of do whatever, but, you know, obviously the state laws and... Things were locked yeah. down. But it was in the winter anyway, so it was cold. Didn't really want to go out too much. I was just chilling playing Xbox One in the gym. But they started pushing the vaccine super heavy, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's not mandatory yet, but I feel like it probably will be for military eventually. Well, I think the.
1: I don't even think they'll have to force it on the people that are already in. They're just gonna force it on the people that are coming in. Yeah. I think that's what the way. Right. Well, turn. you know
0: what I? I mean, I bet you it's gonna be one of those deals where it's for the vaccine for people coming in. Are you vaccinated? No, not yet. Or no, I'm not. Okay. Well, you know, as you're going through your meps, you know, and you get and you're getting all your shots in boot camp and stuff.
2: Fifty million shots. You don't even know what you're getting.
0: Exactly. I mean, how many people can honestly say, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what they injected me with"? Okay. Yeah. Nobody, right? And the only one I remember is the, the the is it gamma globin, gamma globin shot, which is like in the ass cheek. I know
2: and call it the PV
0: shot. The peanut butter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one I remember because it, it hurt. hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah, we
2: were yeah. massaging your ass afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we well, now,
0: in boot camp, when we got that shot, they put us on, on sit up boards, in, inverted sit up mm. boards. So you had to sit there and you were doing sit ups and sit ups and sit ups. We did not and, do any of that. Are you serious?
1: No. God we just bless. got our shot and then got right back in for training.
0: No, well, that's, I mean, yeah, they, they put us, they trained us. Oh, you know, I don't
1: know what we did. We uh, probably marched around.
0: I don't know. Oh we no, we, that put us on. I mean, PT, PT the shit out of us. Yeah. You know, And but I mean, okay. Now, did you get vaccinated? No. No. I'm,
2: I didn't want to get a rush vaccine, being pushed so heavily by the government and all elitist corp, corporate America, that is for a disease that is probably not going to kill you because it has a ninety-nine percent survival rate. Right. That was probably made in a lab in China. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well,
0: get this. This is uh, now listening to Voluntary Vixens podcast. Uh, one of their doctors they had on there. The CDC is not even a government organization.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It is a pure profit organization that everybody looks to for guidance with bad diseases, and they own patents on vaccinations for different different diseases. That's how they make a majority of their money. Mm. So, and I'm like, holy crap. We're looking at the CDC like they are the government, the government agency, and I guarantee a majority of the people out there think that the CDC is part of the government and that they, they should listen to them because that's how the, we do. We look to our are they government. Are
1: by the government?
0: No, no.
1: They don't get any sort of subsidies or anything? Oh, I'm sure the
0: government probably gives them monies per se, you know, hey, look, you know, you push this vaccine or you push, you know, this COVID thing or whatever, whatever does, you know, the Zika virus or, you know, the swine flu or whatever we've been through already, you push this, we're going to give you a little stipend here.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Guarantee it. But yeah, the CDC has nothing to do with anything. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of people that formed a company basically and they're telling everybody in the U.S. what to do. Right. You know, that's scary. Right. That is real scary. You know, that most people, I mean, you know, it's like the Federal Reserve. You know, well, there's
1: been a lot of times when the CDC and whatever Fauci is have yeah. been at odds where they're not even uh, agreeing. Where the director of the CDC would say something different than Dr. Fauci.
0: Right. Well, Dr. Fauci is the highest paid federal employee yeah. to date. Mm-hmm. He makes more than the president. And now, <laughs> which makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. But with the CDC, they, they're their own little group. They don't have to worry about what, you know, the, the government's saying. And Fauci is actually the government right now, you know, representing the government. And the WHO and the CDC are at odds right now. Mm-hmm. The CDC says, "Oh, vaccine, mask, vaccine, mask, and social distance." Yet, the WHO said, "You know, masks don't work." And you, you know, said the,
1: lockdowns are not the
0: lockdowns are not method. the answer. Yeah, lockdowns right. are
1: not a good method. Right?
0: You know, so who do you you know who do you believe now? What yeah. lie do you believe?
1: Right? Yeah, and then who knows what the connections that who has with China? That's right? Kind of weird, but. Um, when, when you were in, did, did you think most people went and got the vaccine?
2: There's a good amount. I know my friend, he, uh, they basically forced him to get it to take leave because he was trying to take leave, and they said if he was leaving the local area, then he would have to get vaccinated for his leave. So he did, and then he didn't even get to take his leave.
0: Oh, <laughs> they got wow. him. They got him. <laughs> of course. Test subject, 721. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Ouch, but that was that for uh, all people at the
2: time that you, if you wanted to leave, you had to get vaccinated. It depends on your unit. His unit was just doing that. Mine, they didn't say that you had to get vaccinated, but you had to take a two-week quarantine. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're using two weeks of your leave to quarantine when you get back. Wow.
0: So that's two weeks, two crazy. weeks vacation, and now you got two weeks of quarantine.
1: Yeah, and then that that's like a month of leave.
0: What if you didn't have two weeks leave time?
1: I guess I couldn't take leave.
0: Uh, wow. I didn't even try to because it was so hard to get in. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. God bless. That what, sucks. That sucks for that poor bastard.
1: Yeah. Was, the, <laughs> yeah. Does the, was the. What. What was the base lockdown? Was it. I mean, were you guys. I mean, you said you had like 42 days off, but was, was that like most
2: people there? Or is that just like you because of a certain situation? It was the people that were in like my job, those type of units. Like the people that were on bayside that do like patrol in the gate and all that, they just went back into straight twelve-hour shifts. Wow. Yeah. Sounds miserable.
0: Hey, did you guys uh, did you guys have any issue with like food or um, you know necessities, I guess, or anything? I mean, could you go to the PX and?
2: Did you run out of toilet paper? Yeah. I almost did, but I was able really? to get more. <laughs> wow. I was on the last roll, and I finally found a bag. <laughs> gotcha! Wow.
0: Yeah, we but, sent we sent we sent toilet paper as gifts.
2: Yeah, we we were still able to go to the base and everything. We oh, just really? Had to wear masks and stuff.
0: Well, I mean, you didn't have to, you know. I mean, like stick stick in the barracks, and now I know people that did have COVID were put in the hotel on base.
2: Yeah, I ended up there. It was pretty shitty. Yeah. Did well, you get COVID? No, I was just contact traced, because when we were out, uh, a few people we were with got it. Ah. Gotcha. Uh,
0: yeah, that, that, yeah, because I know, I was getting calls, and, yeah, I haven't eaten, you know, they won't, they won't bring me any food, Yeah, or... they didn't
2: bring us food, I ordered a lot of Pizza Hut. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, are you serious? You know. Yeah. Pretty shitty. Yeah. I mean, what about, that. that, that Because you guys don't even have a mess hall at the base, do you?
2: No, we had a defect. We did, but it didn't really do anything for us while that was going on. And I only went there once because it was closed for the longest time when I first got there. And it didn't open up until, like, my last two years being there. So I didn't even think about it. Dang. Yeah, that's...
0: Well.
1: Was the
2: restrictions let up when you... About the time you left? Yeah, there's almost nothing now that you just have to wear a mask in the clinic and then every now and then we'll stop wearing our masks for training when we go out to work or whatever and then they'll come back that oh you gotta wear your mask again and then so people wear their mask for like a week and then they stop again
0: (laughs) well there's a there's a lot going on with the mask currently now uh different places different towns i guess they're they're leaving it up to the town or the businesses to say whether or not you need to wear a mask inside.
1: That's how it should have been, anyway. It should have, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I've noticed here that it seems like there's more places here that still enforce. Well, I mean, not enforce, but more people are free. will wear one.
0: You know, I think I think a lot of people would have worn a mask.
1: Well, when we were around Belleville, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, in Arizona, like, I don't know if it's just my area, but, like, no one's wearing a mask. I mean, you'll see a few people, like, at the grocery store, maybe, but most people are not wearing it at all. And we don't even see signs that say, like, oh, if, you, if you're not, oh, people that, if you're not vaccinated, you need to wear a mask. Right. Like, that's what the signs were saying, like, un- or vaccinated people don't have to wear one. If you're unvaccinated, you need to wear one, even though no one... I don't think I mean, no one's checking but um I don't even see signs like that when I was in Arizona. Wow. So here I was just kind of surprised when I was like, oh, these people don't have signs for mask and everything, but like well,
0: yeah, I think a lot of that's just basically laziness as far as taking the signs down and stuff. I don't think it's it's like, you know, I mean, I know like like where I work at and they they took everything down. I mean, mm. you know, it's like screw this, nobody's going to you know, if you want to wear a mask, more power to you, Sure. Yeah. you know. I mean, hey, that's on you. I mean, it doesn't do any good, but, you know, especially with the little, you know, face diapers that everybody's wearing.
2: Full sense of security. Uh,
0: it, it is. It, it really is because, well, Voluntary Vixens, again, had this other doctor on there talking about, you know, the the, the mask doesn't fit well on the face and then the sides, you know, you're just breathing Either you're breathing contaminated air or you're shooting contaminated air out the sides. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, there's a lot of people, like, when the mask mandates were going away, people were saying that, like, I'm still going to wear one because I don't want people to think I'm Republican. <laughs> 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 like, if you don't wear a mask, like, all of a sudden that means you're a Republican? Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's that's one of the big jokes around locally. You see somebody with a mask on and you go, oh. I know who you voted for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's true. I didn't vote. Huh? It's a joke's on you. I didn't vote. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it
1: would have counted very much anyways.
0: I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's kind of a damned if you do and damned if you don't. Well,
1: I was saying you know? uh, specifically for him because he was in the military. Oh. I'm, I don't know, but I was told that, like, the people that vote in the military, their vote doesn't count unless it's, like, really, really close, and then they'll count their votes in.
0: Well, it makes no sense.
2: I, well, apparently. I you it just voted for wherever you were back home. Like wherever you're, yeah. you were. Yeah. You, yeah. I don't I know. So absente- absentee ballot. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know. That's what I was told. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I was
1: told. Hmm. hmm.
2: Which that definitely wouldn't have made a difference if I voted because. Well, I probably would have voted for Trump. But well, it... didn't Montana. Well, West Virginia. Oh, you can see West Virginia. Yeah, they're right. super, super pro Trump. So you're, you're staying. St- the no, Who's that libertarian now. girl that was running, Joe Jorgensen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would really have voted for her, <laughs> but it wouldn't have made a difference. She's terrible. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> who? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I don't
2: really care about who my vote goes to because they got this two-party system.
0: Well, for I think. I, yeah, I think th- I think th- people are going to realize, especially after Georgia. Isn't Georgia doing an audit right now?
2: Uh, are, are they? I think in, in, they already did
1: it, or the Melo one?
0: I think that I thought they were still doing it or Maybe they're, they're trying really, to do one. Trying, only. maybe trying. Because after Arizona, you know, with like seventy thousand vote difference, yeah, there's a lot of discrepancies. A lot of discrepancies. Found. Significant. Yeah,
1: swinging the state one way or the other. Discrepancies. And
0: your close good. states like Georgia. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean, even if Arizona swings to Trump, Biden still wins. As of like, yeah, if you just change right. one state.
0: But I mean, that goes to show that you know the the voting system is fallible. Yeah. So therefore.
1: I mean, it came out, I mean, it's before, like Lyndon B. Johnson cheated back in his day. I mean, it came out in a court case yeah. like, where he literally told this county judge to stuff the ballots and it swung the state in his direction. And then it came out a couple of years later that, well, he cheated. Like he cheated and, t- and took the president. I don't, I don't really know if that changed the, the results. Right. That. But there's been cheating that goes on in the system for a very long
0: time. Well, probably since we started voting. You know. Oh I sure, mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I don't. I don't really know, but I, I'm sure back then it was probably much easier to cheat.
0: Oh right, right. And, yeah.
1: And at least now, like they have to pretend that they're it's it's honorable.
0: So like, do you guys think that basically, um, you know, like the whole truckload full of ballots showing up at two a.m. in the morning, is that sure. valid? Well, I. I, mean, I don't know.
1: I well, mean, it's, in your opinion. It, well, I think a, that that, you know, they actually do have an excuse in a way that the narrative that they presented is like, oh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, we can't vote normally to right. save lives. And I think Trump hurt himself a lot because he told his voters not to vote by mail. And a lot of his uh, older, uh, older voters, well, they were worried about yeah. the, the the COVID. They right. were legitimately worried, and maybe they should have been because it did affect the very old and, well, now it's
0: affecting the young.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is that he kind of, I think he messed up in saying, like, hey, don't vote by mail. Like, he should have, who cared what, the, what was happening, if that's, the, if that's what's being presented, like, this is a way to vote. Well, you I think he, say was, it he it. was
0: saying that to, to stir, you know, thoughts and ideas that the mailing system was going to be sure. fraudulent. Well, know, then,
1: yeah. But, like, know. he was president. He was president at the time, and he's come sitting there complaining, like, "Oh, they're they're rigging the election. They're doing this mail-in voting." And it's like, "Okay, we'll do something." Right. You're the president. Yeah. Like that. This is like it's one of the biggest problems with I think conservatives is they'll whine and complain about the guard that's putting them on train trains and send them to Auschwitz. Yeah. Like, they'll complain about the guard, whoever the guard is, but they won't do anything to stop them. Right. Right. And I think that's a lot of. And that's a lot of thing. Like, if you look after, like, uh, like, it's really weird, but if you look at in the in nine, Bill Clinton balanced the budget. Did you well, know that? No, I did Under not. Bill Clinton no. balanced the budget. In 1994, the Republicans took the House, and it hasn't been done in 40 years. The Democrats owned the House for 40 years. In 1994, it swung to the Republicans. It was a historical thing. Forty years of not no no Republican dominance in the House, and all of a sudden they changed. Well, a lot of it was coming off the downfall of the Cold War, and there's all these Republicans that were literally talking about like downsizing government and pulling it back. Like you'd listen to it nowadays, and it, like all the Republicans today would freak out and They'd be like, "What do you mean, like balancing the budget?" And, like no Republicans talking about balancing the budget. They argue over like should we spend this much or this much. It's not about reduced spending. If you know what I mean right right and well it like the so like the Republicans pressured Bill Clinton into balancing the budget so he had to but those are the only times that you would see like will you consider that a conservative win over the past 20 years what would you consider a conservative win? I mean the conservatives uh from 2000 to 20, 2020 12 years of that is, has been a Republican president right what conservatism have they preserved? None. Absolutely none. I wouldn't say there's, yeah. You know, like, uh, whatever you think about it, gay marriage has been passed. Um, you know, the record government spending, now they have the NSA, and they have all these things, and like, it's, it, you know, and, and they're the ones that push for it under Bush. They were okay with the war on terrorism, and, you know, we gotta take down the, the, the Muslim extremists, and we gotta... You know give all the government this power, we got to invade all these countries. and then so it's kind of their fault right <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah all that is now being turned inward on them or their kids. yeah and now it's like the people that I've talked about this before, but the people that are willing to sacrifice their kids for the greatest greater good of this country are now the ones that are being targeted by the same organization that they sacrificed their kids to
2: for yeah, decades. Yeah,
1: And now it's being turned inward. And it's kind of like bittersweet, like, well, this is your fault in a way. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, the conservatives, like, there's no conservative movement, really. Like, there's, no, there's, like, not, there's, there's
0: not. And there's no real. real I mean, there's, I mean, the conservatives looking, do more liberal stuff than the liberals do, and the liberals are doing more conservative stuff than what the conservatives do. Yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of weird, I know, but.
1: Well, the progressives get everything they want. Yeah. They push, they push, push, they push, they push, they push, and then conservatives concede and concede and concede. You know, they'll, you know, it, like, look, like, under Obama, they were talking about, like, we shouldn't have government and care, and, like, you know, this is right. terrible. Like, oh, no, Obama's bad, this is not gonna work. And in a lot of ways, they were right. But then Trump comes in, and he's like, now I want to change the name of the healthcare, but make it bigger, bigger, yeah. and better. Bigger. And it's like, what? That is nowhere near the conservative value. Like, so I, don't know, I just heard this, but someone said, like, try to get the Republicans nowadays to offer Obama's budget in 2016. Like, the, what the budget should have been in 2000, or would have been in 2016, and see how many of them will, won't even go for it. Just bringing back the budget four years ago
0: that well yeah a lot of them won't definitely
1: well, yeah yeah none of them like and, and I don't that I don't think there's like I don't know like uh like another thing a simple like you know they're trying this is goofy and not even saying it should be passed or should be a law but instead of you know banning guns why aren't conservatives saying like every citizen should have a gun every the government wants to give every every citizen a gun well, you know why? Why not push something like that?
0: Well, Charlton Heston.
1: Who's Charlton Heston?
0: He was like the spokesperson for the NRA.
1: Oh, sure. Well, He's the NRA dead. is terrible. He's NRA dead. He's
0: useless. He's dead. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not going to do that.
1: <laughs> Dude, the, the the leader or CEO, whatever you call him of the NRA, you know what he said at one of his speeches? That we don't need any more gun laws. We just need to enforce the ones we have now. That... <laughs> That's the NRA. Well, they're the, he's the moderate of yeah. the gun. Move. I mean, people that are gun fanatics or gun rights, even on the right and consider themselves more conservative, would tell you with a straight face, at least if they're intelligent, that the NRA is garbage.
0: Well, and pretty that's much right.
1: NRA helped ban uh, assault weapons.
0: The bump stock. Well, that team, part of yeah. It
1: more recent. Yeah. Well, only under. Well, that's another thing too. Is like how Republicans get duped and conservatives get duped. Is all the only only Republican presidents are the ones that really pass gun laws.
0: Right,
2: right. Obama didn't pass a single gun law. I think they fight harder against the people that claim to be Democrat, and then they just let the people well, that are Republicans it, yeah. do whatever they want because they work. They're on guns. their side. Well, yeah.
0: even, even Reagan. They Reagan's think, yeah. administration passed gun laws. I mean, back in the 80s yeah. after his attempted assassination. Mm-hmm. You know, they called it the Brady Law uh, after the Secret Service agent that took one in the head. You
1: know, oh and lived. Oh yeah. Oh, he and lived. lived and the lived.
0: CIA agent lived? Uh, Secret service.
1: That Secret Service guy yeah. lived? I thought he died.
0: No oh, well he did eventually. I mean he got old. Sure. Yeah, but I mean he was yeah, he took one in the face and Jesus. Uh, yeah, and lived. Yeah, I mean he was he wasn't I don't think he walked
1: Yeah. Well again, that guy that shot at shot Reagan, he's out. Hinkley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got a YouTube channel. Yeah. He makes music.
0: Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: serious. Yeah. And he, the and like the, I don't know how... Was it, it
0: Hinckley or Chapman? Because Hinkley... I think Hinkley. Hink, it's Hinkley. I think it was Chapman. I thought Chapman did Lennon. I don't
2: use good, though.
1: No. I don't listen
0: to it. No. I don't listen no. to No, I mean, it isn't. I'm sure no. he's just famous because... He does a lot of uh, covers of oh, other gotcha. songs, but he does have some original stuff. And... In my opinion, and I'm not a great music critic or anything like that, but it sucks.
1: Yeah. I think. I mean, I, I well, and the reason he said that he shot Reagan was some weird thing, like he's, he was a little crazy or had some mental problem at the time. But he basically said that Jodie Foster, yeah. an actress, told him to do it.
0: Well, he he did it to impress yeah. her. You know.
1: Well, I'm trying to get that guy and Jodie Foster on the podcast. I right. think It would be a great <laughs> See, yeah. talk. Reuni- re-
0: yeah. Reunite to yeah. reunite them. Well, I don't think yeah. they ever met. Uh, well, yeah.
1: You uh, would uh, write her letters and stuff, but Jodie Foster says she had no idea who this dude was right. or any connection with him.
0: She probably never read the letters actually, because I mean, she was back in those days. She was she was like pretty a list at the she, time. I mean,
1: wasn't she young? She was in the eighties.
0: Uh, she would have been probably in her twenties, maybe. Oh, okay. I, I guess, just at a guess. I mean, you know, now she's she's more director, you know, producer uh, yeah, that type. No all getting older and you know, slowing down and stuff. And I mean, she she Jodie Foster is one of those people that really looks good or they really don't. You know, that you can't. You know, it's like uh-uh. But uh, yeah, I remember growing up. She was she was older than me. I do remember that. So she was. She did like Witch Mountain, Escape
1: to Witch Mountain, or something like. that. I just a know her flick. from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah,
0: she did Silence of the Lambs. She did. That's where she, I think she got her. Well,
1: she got an Emmy or an Oscar or whatever. Yeah,
0: she. She was her big one. It seems like was Drugstore Cowboy or something like that. She got. Yeah, <laughs> I've I mean. Never heard of that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a flick. I think late seventies actually that came out, and I think she played a hooker in it. I'll check it out. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so uh, just real quick. Now, you know, you're going to hear this a lot. Thank you for your service. Have you thought about what you're going to say?
2: Don't thank me, thank my recruiter. There you go, there you go. <laughs> no, I just.
0: Because, <laughs> I mean, it, it, people do mean well when they say it. You know, hey, thank yeah, you for but your it's, service. I, it, it just gets annoying. Yeah. You
2: know. People don't understand, I don't think. That's where we come from. Like, I didn't do shit. And even the people that fight in a lot of wars now, they're not doing anything to actually protect freedom.
0: Right, right. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody does anything to protect freedom. It's, it's all about there's a hidden agenda in yeah. everything. In Vietnam, I mean, you know, uh, Korea. Uh,
1: yeah, well, I think, yeah. uh, honestly, I think uh, there is nefarious people. But I think, honestly, a lot of times, too, that is uh, like, not everyone. I think there's nefarious people that sway things into an agenda that they want. Mm-hmm. But people can easily get caught on to that because, like, I don't know, like, the big uh, communists was the threat after the Cold War. And, you know, communism in Vietnam and communism in North, North Korea. But, like, communism was a very terrible, terrible thing. It's not like they were, like... They weren't pointing out an enemy that wasn't. Were
0: they? Were they that bad?
1: The communists? Yeah. Yes. Well, how? <laughs> Stalin?
0: What's the matter with Stalin, dude? Are you?
1: Are, I mean, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying that there was legitimate threat. Like it was something that was. Kind it was of a scary. threat, but.
0: Okay, well, you got to you got to realize I say like a
1: legitimate threat that would come to the west. But I okay. mean like it was something that you could easily point out and be like that's very bad. We need to stop this. So Do, I, think I a mean, lot of people can buy into that.
0: How did how did how did communism get into power in Russia?
1: In Russia? Mm-hmm. Uh so it happened in after World War during World War 1 actually.
0: I was going to say not World War 2, World War 1. Yeah, right.
1: Well, the Tsar had control at the time and there were monarchies. Nicholas. Uh... The Russia. Well, Russia was a monarchy. Germany was a monarchy. I mean, right, Europe were... was mainly monarchies right. at the time. And then World War One happened. But this is... But what's his name? Uh, you know, like... So World War One happened, and it was like this stalemate. And a lot okay. of it was over like this family, it was kind of a family feud. A lot of these people, these royalties were related. I yep. mean, this is normal because they would, you know, send sisters or daughters or princesses to go marry princes. Yeah, so their countries have, would become allies become and allies trade. Because they're blood, they're literally right. connected by blood now. Henceforth
0: the blue bloods.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty normal for monarchies to do that, but and then so when they went to war, a lot of these people were cousins; they were family, legit cousins to each other, and um, but it was almost a stalemate, like the democracies in the West were and the or the yeah democracies and the uh, monarchies were basically at a stalemate and going nowhere, and then Wilson decided that we're going to get into war. That's my hero. Woodrow Wilson, who you, if anyone ever asks you whose fault it is, it's Woodrow Wilson's. It's always Woodrow Wilson's fault.
0: He's but my we, hero. Woodrow Wilson,
1: <laughs> uh, he even said it, that we need to make the world safe for democracies. And when the U.S. came into uh, the war, it it was an, uh, over the top for the, demo- or the monarchies. Right. While that was happening, though, Russia was going through economic problems, and there was a rise of a, a guy named Lenin. Yeah. And it, it was the Bolsheviks. Yep. And basically, it, at one point in time, there was two governments in Russia where the Bolsheviks were taking over, the Czars were still in power, and they were fighting World War I. But there was a little bit in time where there was basically two governments where they had controls of different parts of Russia, and the people there recognized them as the government, and these people were straight-up uh, Marxist. Yeah. and they that's what they wanted to install this marxist ideology into communism so then at the or, or into russia and then uh so they the czar who was being pressured to resign he did and he appointed his brother to take over the position and his brother denied it and that was just the end of that was the end of the Tsars, and then no. the Bolsheviks took well, over. Well, they
0: took over, and they executed. Oh, yeah, they and, murdered all the Tsars. Yeah. yeah they, oh, yeah, that's
1: you know, what you
0: do when you, the, you overthrow the, a government. Right, and henceforth the story of Anastasia, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Right. Uh, but, I mean, and that was the Bolshe- Bol- Bolsheviks. Bolsheviks of yeah. Revolution. Right, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it... it I mean, was communism that bad that we have to, you know, go to North, or go into Korea? No. I mean, you know. Well,
1: I I arguably would say it makes it worse. Right. Because it would push people, because no one likes foreigners coming in their land and telling them what to do. Right. If, let's just say that if she was on the other foot and democratic, republic, democracy or whatever, it was just as bad as communism, where millions of people were dying, and, You know, we were murdering other people in other countries and, like, all the... You mean, like, we're doing now. Well, yeah. Right. But, but like, imagine, like, that, but on their own people and everyone's poor. And, but communism was actually the better thing. Well, if the communists came here and invaded us... Red Dawn. And, well, yeah, it, exactly. It would right. make us dig in our heels. Right, we're, We'd rather be with the people that we know than these people we don't know. Yeah. We're also being told constantly that the people that we do know, that these people are the worst people ever. They're foreigners. They don't speak our language. They probably don't even have the same culture as us. We're just going to dig in our heels. And, be like, we're sticking with what we know more than, like, the unknown. And that's what happens when we invade another country – or we invade another country. It's like, those people don't want us there. They're not going to listen to us. We're outsiders. We don't belong there. We have no reason for us to be telling these people how to live. They just don't respect us. Holy So Christ. it pushes people back to communism.
0: How did we get on this?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. Your answer is going to be when people come up and they're like, hey, man, thank you for your service. What are you going to tell
2: them? I normally just say Thanks huh yeah i just give them a thanks i still know. i still just say yeah
0: say I, it, I just basically hey it was my honor doing it like you, you know? said
2: they mean well so i don't want to be an asshole it's just they don't they don't get it
1: right yeah. right well even even when like you know before i was i would consider myself like a libertarian like it was still nice you know i maybe i supported the military it was still like a weird thing for people to say yeah. to me it was always like well you know i went through boot camp so thank you uh, I didn't really do anything I just got yelled at and like got told when they to use the bathroom so right. I didn't really do much and they're thanking me for my service but, you
0: know I mean and, and it's nice I mean you get to go to Applebee's You yeah know, <laughs> uh, yeah you go to Applebee's you get to you know get a free meal on Veterans Day that's awesome oh yeah you know and now uh, you go to Lowe's and get 10 percent off of any type of Lowe's stuff um, Let's see what else. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, yeah, reap, <laughs> reap it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna, you get the. I mean, all, like that's why it, the military is so appealing to young people, because like one college is just so expensive. Right. Public school doesn't set you up for any sort of like job after school.
0: life skill. Maybe, right.
1: Maybe I mean my school, art school here, like, they did have like that trade. You could go to that. I forgot what it was called, but you can go to like another high school. Oh, trade school. Yeah, a vogue school, vocational school. Yeah, and they teach you some sort of trade. That was honestly probably the best thing kids could have done. I
0: think like a majority of, of all high schools have.
1: Yeah, we had one where they so, went off
2: to a different school for yeah. like most of the day. No, like it was like a trade program. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like building houses or you know, yeah, yeah. All that type of stuff. Or I think even radio, and they had like radio. Well, that's
1: probably one of the best things that kids can get into i think and i mean like and and people diss on universities but there is certain things that you sure probably need to go to university to be a
0: doctor absolutely yeah to be a
1: doctor or a lawyer or any other sort of highly anything you need a doctorate in you're probably going to have to go to a university right um but overall i don't think most kids that graduate high school should be flooding into these colleges and I think that's, but that's what's pushed. I mean, when I was growing up, and I'm sure this is similar for you, but it was like, you got to go to school or you join the military. Yeah. And that was pretty much, un- and if like your guidance counselor didn't like your answer, they would sit you in there and keep talking to you about what you should be doing. Right, after. right. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. And I'm like, but once I went in there, I was like, I'm joining the Marine Corps. She's like, okay, cool. Here's the brochure. And I'm like, okay, I already talked to the recruiter. Right. Well, they they the, the, yeah, the
0: freaking vocational, whatever the hell you call them, advisor, yeah, they don't do their jobs at all.
1: Well, yeah, that's I mean, a plus another, They don't. Well, yeah, they're terrible. They're yeah. a government employee, yeah. and they're and pretty much just pushing liberal, progressive propaganda yeah. into kids.
0: Right. You sure you don't want to sell drugs on the street? You know? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I think I'm going to join the Marine Corps. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you might want to think about it heroin
1: <laughs> i mean that's where a lot yeah. of people that get out of the military you. Right. <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah i can't wait <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes yeah
0: all right well let do you cool. want to close this out and thank you very much for being here and uh we're gonna shut it down do you want to i mean anything you want to say hi mile, something like that um yeah <laughs> Is your grandma gonna listen to this podcast? Because then I get nine listeners in. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna make my friend Jacob do it. So Jacob, uh, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to this. <laughs> now listen listen, to, the
0: whole listen to these idiots. <laughs> yeah. So it's now different we, different. we're yeah, but almost at an hour and a half. So that's that's pretty cool. But uh, all right, well, all right. So I guess that's it. We'll talk to y'all later. You guys have a great one.
2: Sweet. Sweet. Fuck you, Jacob. <laughs> Fuck you,
0: Jacob. Thank you, everybody. This has been Craig with The Unbeaten Path. Have a great day. It is of no use going it back to no yesterday because we were different people. Because yeah. we were different people, Ben. Begin at uh, the beginning. The <laughs> it back, And so until it comes to the end. And then stop. <laughs>